0: Dragon Ball Super chapter 82, what an incredible chapter. I I love the themes we have going on here with big brother, little brother, and Goku sort of being able to hear his father's voice. I would like to say for the first time in this series. And it comes at a time where he's questioning Weiss on how to have better control and development on Ultra Instinct. And you know, Wees just telling Goku is something you have to find yourself, your own self, your own style, something that reflects who you are. And just like that, we have a chapter where Goku's able to hear Bard- Bardock's voice and then you see a glow in his eye, a glimmer. But before I get too ahead of myself, you know, I really enjoyed the choreography here as far as Goku transporting to different planets with gas trailing him. This is a a dope strategy. I wouldn't say it's the, the safest. You know, I love the fact that the damage control was very minimalistic and the taunting Goku used on gas going on here and a bit of a comedic sense to it as well. And I love that about Goku. Let's not make him you know, just utterly dumb and stupid, but make him cocky, a bit braggadocious. And of course, he's a kind warrior, but he's he's funny. He's a bit, you know, he, he'll he make fun of you. Let's have more of that in here, because I think that's when Goku as a character is at his best. When he's able to save lives, he's able to handle the bad guy and he's able to roast him And have some fun with it from time to time because he enjoys the battle. Let's not make him just mindlessly oblivious to, you know, just things that are like, man, this is the guy saving the universe. (laughs) He doesn't even know how he had a kid with with freaking Gigi. Come on now. But with that being said, I love the way they were traveling planet to planet. You have people looking up in the air. You got, you know, like, yo, what's going on? And just like that, they transport to somewhere else. And again, the comedic, the comedic sense. We get from Goku on here whenever they transport to a planet, and there's trash or mud that gets splattered on gas, because he wasn't able to trans uh, teleport in a place where that wasn't gonna occur. So you know, Goku's making fun of his teleportation being sloppy the way he's getting carried out. The very next phase, we have Goku transporting into a planet. And that, you know, somebody's taking a bath and then gas is in there and Goku's just saying, there you go, perfect time for a bath with a nice grin. And it's just, yo, that's hilarious. I love when Dragon Ball is like this, you know, it doesn't feel so formulated. It doesn't feel like everyone just has a, or at least mainly Goku doesn't have like a one uh, style personality where it's just dumb and strong it's like ah, he's able to have fun he has a strategy planned out he's looking ahead and of course he's in this struggle with gas now what this is going on Alex gas's brother of course is curious as to where he's in Vegeta's looking up in the air trying to figure out you know oh damn Goku's buying time and right now it's a race if it's a race against Granola being able to recover Goku being able to have enough time and of course Alec and the other two people Um, being able to either finish off Granola or just try to gain control of themselves or, you know, just re-up, re-up on their strategy, whatever the case is. By the way, it's a bit inaccurate. Whenever Vegeta's looking up into the sky, you know, understanding that Goku's jumping from planet to planet, that he's not holding his shoulder. I don't know why it's showing him just broad light that he should be holding his shoulder. Come on, we need to keep this accurate. I enjoy the part where Goku and Gas are in the galactic prison, And I'm already thinking, oh, I could see this happening. Gas is going to free the prisoners to cause Goku trouble. But Gas is very prideful. At two You know, to the extent that he takes pride in having a legitimate match against Goku, which is something that I'm enjoying on here. I guess isn't trying to find a cheap way, but rather prove himself. And with the upcoming dialogue we get in the prison, not just prove himself, but to prove to his brother that he is worthy of these tasks, that he is worthy of the acknowledgement. And when you have the prisoners talking about gas, like, hey, isn't he that one guy that pissed his pants or whatever? And uh, more people keep talking up and bringing it up. And I'm like, gas is like, he's probably not going to take it seriously. But it definitely hit a tick, uh, this insecurity inside of him, um, and that the need for acceptance from his big brother, and a memory like that, sort of degrading him, you know, catches him off track to the point where he even says, "You know what? Yeah, I, I, there was a couple drops, but it wasn't like I pissed myself, you know." <laughs> it's funny, but this is when we start seeing the cracks in Gas, and it isn't a physical one; it's a mental one. And Goku sorts uh, starts to dig in here, which is I love when they make Goku intelligent in this matter. That we're, we're not just looking for a physical weakness or a power up, but how can I get into his mind and start cracking him from there? Cuz once the mind is gone, then you could start working on the physical. You guys understand what I mean when I'm going with this? And so we have Goku even referencing his own brother um, later on. Of course, he's just saying, so every, uh, to gas, everything you do is because of your brother. You don't have no sense of yourself. Any free will is just you doing everything he wishes. And to be careful because even Goku's brother attempted to kill him. And I love the panel that show gas's face because it isn't so furious like we have seen earlier where it's just like, ah, he doesn't care, but he has a stern face, but one where he acknowledged that. Where, you know, he acknowledged the fact that, hey, you know, whatever he's saying right now, the way things are paying out, take note of it. And then Goku continuously transporting planet from planet and Granola still getting healed. You know how it goes. And, you know, heal, healing sometimes is we got extra sense of beings. Other times we need it. We need it for the tension. Now, Goku and Gas, whenever they go planet from planet, I'm loving the damage control, but also I'm like, I'm pretty sure most of these planets would explode, man. I don't know what's going on over here, but hey, I, it's working. It's working. Goku noticing that he can't continue just escaping planet to planet is able to find Whis, 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 the angel. You get where I'm coming from. And he's just basically like, yo, Whis, I'm fighting someone. Shit ain't looking so sweet. If you could just take care of him, babysit him. um, Yeah, I'm out gas over here just like yo who is this and goku explaining you know goku's nice enough to also explain to the enemy that you're trying to escape from yeah this is an angel he's on you know um my master you think i'm pretty strong this this man's on a whole different level and then he just tells him like i'm out and goku teleports planet from planet from planet to planet all the way back to you know the planet of course um they originally left and with granola not granola gas just sort of starstruck like damn how do I even do that? How do I even track it? And I got to love what Whis did here. Because even though Goku and Vegeta sometimes feel like they could lean on Beerus and Whis, there's this misunderstanding that there's only so much they can do. You can't go to them for everything. And I'm happy that Wiz pointed him to the direction of where to go. Because he himself understands that, hey, Goku, you can't be relying on me. And at the same time, you're going to need this for development. Points him to the planet, and I'm over here like, okay, so he's gonna try to develop his instant transformation to backtrack just like Goku. Fuck that. He flew into space and did it himself. Who needs a spaceship when you're, you know, you're gas? You're the strongest being in the fucking universe after a wish. I know it still just hurts a little bit inside, and he's blasting there. And um, I love the time, the time span here because Wiss is like, yo, according to your earth time, it's gonna be about 20 minutes. And yeah, so 20 minutes until gas arrives and we have the little eye robot thing from Granola that's able to sort of take, you know, take into this robotic shape and drive whipping the lamb, saving Vegeta. And I love how Vegeta gets to this point where he's like standing with his broad shoulders and now he's like laid back like, oh man, I can't move. Like what the fuck happened in like the past three minutes, Vegeta? But with that being said, Vegeta and... I forgot the name of the Namekian. He's a Namekian, right? Oh, please don't tell me. I butchered that. They're escaping on the whip because, yeah, I don't know, Goku can't fly after all that instant teleportation. I don't know, man. There'd just be certain moments with the way they do things and I'm just like, yeah, I guess just go on the whip right off. Just right off, man. And of course... All the things that I brought about when Goku tapping into the security of gas, latching on into sort of like, you know, um, a place where maybe even gas could relate with bringing up his own brother, these are seeds that he was planting, going on into the narrative. Uh, not just narrative, but the conversation where Goku talks to Whis about how do I learn to use Ultra Instinct better? We saying, how many times must I tell you? It's up to you to discover your own unique version of Ultra Instinct. Having these kind of conversations builds a bit of foreshadow to what happens next. Doesn't seem too far fetched. Little, just a little like eh, a little convenient, but not too far fetched. And it's that they run into Bardock's scanner, scouter, Yes, Bardock Scouter. And the I forgot the name of same name. I'll remember soon. But he's had it for 40 years ever since he was saved all you know 40 years ago. And this is the first time I want to believe that Goku will ever have something from Bardock and eventually hear his voice. Of course, oh, you know, oh, there's audio data in there. We don't know how to bring it together. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, they're, they're going to find a way. And of course, a way was found with Granola's eye gadget robot Thing. Sorry, I said it like that, but it's just weird. I don't know what exactly what kind of. But Granola's robot. Let's just simplify it with that. And of course, audio is heard. And of course, you hear Bardock saying Monito. There we go, Monito Monito, which is the Namekian's name. And Goku just has this flashback of like you know a memory of him as a baby. Bardock and his mother saying bye to him in the vessel. And, you know, there's like a, this glow in his eyes. I'm getting goosebumps off of this because say what you want about Super or Dragon Ball. But for Goku, wow, it's been like over 30 years to finally hear his father's voice or even being able to hear his father's voice. Like, God, damn, there's some crazy character development we about to witness and just to tie in everything he's been through. I, man, I love this shit. I swear to God. Anyways, with that, we go into the flashback of Maneto and Granola when he was younger, you know, 40 years ago with Bardock fighting against Gas. And you know, Bardock giving him the beats, but Gas ain't taking any damage. And we can expect this to continue in the next chapter. This is excellent writing, right here. I, I really this I really want to stress this is great writing. Great writing, great choreography in the fights, amazing pacing. And it's just like this felt like a genuine Dragon Ball Z chapter. Drag this, this was like Honestly, I want to say this was the best chapter in the series. This felt like Dragon Ball Z from start to finish. And goddamn, I love Dragon Ball Z. I miss it. And whenever we get Goku using not just his, you know, obviously his strength, his powers, but being able to tap in, make some jokes, strategically think of a plan. Different um, not and you're not just one plan A, plan B, plan C, and also mentally start breaking your opponent down in this short time span. Shows the growth, shows the progression, and really you know fulfills the statement that Goku is one of the greatest warriors. It, it really does, and extremely well done. I'm happy to talk about this chapter with you guys. If you haven't read super for any other reason, honestly, chapter 82. I wouldn't skip ahead and just read this chapter, but It filled this void in my heart of Dragon Ball Z nostalgia perfectly, perfectly. And not to say, you know, I I enjoy a lot out of Super, but this chapter right here, this is special. With that being said, I'll catch you guys next month for review breakdown conversation surrounding this because I love talking about Dragon Ball Super and I'll catch you guys on the next one.